Yeah. <laughs> so one thing that's not canceled in California are diapers, right? I am um, not. Yeah. Wearing How diapers. About that, Dylan, we can you get gotta... you a pack of adult men's diapers, and that'll solve all your problems. <laughs> I don't need to wear diapers for at least another five years. <laughs> or go shopping. <laughs> Why did you so think nice. that before? <laughs> all right, honey, I'm going shopping. going on ladies and gentlemen welcome back to episode 17 of everyone is canceled today i have with me a plethora of guests first off john morgan hey everybody yes and mary visser hello and megan morgan from last episode if you haven't caught up on who she is yet listen to last episode she's awesome we had to invite her back how you doing megan i'm doing great thanks for having me back guys yeah, it's great to have you back. We have a huge episode today, a few cancellations, but to get right to the meat of the topic, we are going to be talking about UFOs. There has been a huge amount of released uh, information being leaked or just straight up being released by newspapers or the government. And it, at this point, it is basically confirmed that these things are there. What is it? Is it aliens? Is it China? Is it the U.S. government? We don't know the answer to that. What we do know is that there is aircraft that is seemingly out of this world. Spacecraft, the way they operate. I'd be willing to bet that they, the parts were made in China, but they were assembled on whatever world they're from. They were created on Jupiter, but the contract was outsourced to, to China. Yeah, China built all the parts, and then it was assembled on Jupiter. No, if China built all the parts, it would be crashing into our orbit right now this is true roswell (laughs) with the world waiting with bated breath for its landing yeah yeah so before we get into the ufo deal we have a few cancellations this week so this is the first week that we've had to do more than one cancellation because the earth is falling apart at a rate faster than i can do this weekly so we have to (laughs) this is just the way it's going to go down Bring out my handy-dandy notebook. So the first cancellation of the week is gas. Energy is canceled. You driving your car is canceled. The largest U.S. pipeline in America, the United States, was hacked with a little virus that makes you pay, you know, like a fee. It says if you want control of the largest pipeline of the U.S. again, you're going to have to pay us a fee. This is the virus that took took down the supply of energy to the entire East Coast. East Coast, not East Coast. (laughs) It brings up a great point that in the day and age of of hacking and computer software having such control, more and more control over us, they just shut down the gas pipeline. They're thinking it, the FBI, I think, allegedly, if I remember correctly, thinks it's an Eastern European hacking group, but those guys are basically untraceable, untouchable. It's dangerous to be able to cut off a supply chain like that. I mean, what do you have? You guys heard about the gas being canceled? What do you think about it? Do you know if it's back up again? I actually looked for this and and I couldn't find it. I it's have being some info. it's Hang being on. as far like as far as uh, my streams and feeds and things go, it, was, it has been oh, either buried or ignored. 
This whole show is fictional. Everything is made up. This is all alleged. We're not real. We're alleged people. Our existence is alleged. It takes place in the framework. We're a psyop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're the result of Project MKUltra. <laughs> At least I know I am. I was born in a lab, okay? We're a deep fake. That's all I remember. <laughs> Mary's laughing because it's true. Yeah, because you, you remember your birth, but nothing no, else. No, we, all all we all came from the same pod. Yes. I was surrounded by doctors. They had these wires connected to my head. Anyways, getting back to the gas problem. I'm losing control tonight already. So the U.S. pipeline was shut down. It was all over the news. And all of a sudden, it's off the headlines again. I know John said he couldn't find any information on it. It's because um, it's fictional. I'm just kidding. It's, apparently, it's not real, according to Mary. <laughs> it says it's going to cause gas to jump six cents. Uh-oh. Um... The pipeline Hmm. transports more than 100 million gallons a day, or roughly 45% of fuel consumed on the East Coast. According to the company's website, it delivers gasoline, diesel, jet fuel, heating oil, and serves U.S. military facilities. Let's see. It'll impact Mississippi, Tennessee, the East Coast from Georgia to Delaware, are going to experience limited fuel availability and price increases as early as this week. Um, Things will jump about three to seven cents. Let's see. Why is it always They're not be the talking East Coast? about the <laughs> hack though. Oh. The attack involved ransomware where an attacker seizes control of the computer system to demand a payoff. However, the company did not say what was demanded or whether that ransom has been paid. The cyber attack is currently being investigated by the FBI, the Department of Energy and Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. We know that's going to be fruitful. Be hilarious if the U.S. government put a malware in the ransom money so that it uh, shut down the hackers' computers. Instead, if they wanted to have their computers back, they'd have to pay the ran- pay the ransom. Oh, so apparently these guys leaked a statement on Twitter. Let's see what the let's see what they said. We are apolitical. We do not participate in geopolitics. Lies. Do not need to tie us with a defined government and look for. Other our motives. Okay, they don't speak good English. They don't write well. Probably from Russia. Our goal, China. Exactly. Our, our goal is to make money and not creating problems for society. From today, we introduce moderation and check each company that our partners want to encrypt to avoid social consequences in the future. Can already hear it. Yeah. Their inflections and their... their We're work. not bad, comrades. <laughs> Just give us all your money. I think this is a this is a good point that we need to upgrade our cybersecurity. So your gas prices may go up. You can thank everyone who's canceled for informing you of this. One more point, Dylan. Doesn't this go on to prove that nothing is safe? If you can hack into a major pipeline... What else can you hack into? I mean, we know the group Anonymous hacked the FBI, the CIA. I mean, what is safe anymore? Safety's been canceled. It has been canceled. Safety, I like that. Safety has been canceled. Would you mind just rotating them and putting 30 minutes on the timer, babe? We're having a new baking session where we cook yams on air. You guys get to listen (laughs) to our beeper go off. I love it. 30 minutes, please. 
Meanwhile, I just keep ripping the earbud out of my husband's head. <laughs> it's just squirting out blood at this point. Because I'm left-handed, <laughs> and he put me on the left side, and it just... It's not working. Last week. Yeah, we're sharing earbuds now too. Mary was going crazy. I have a lobe ulcer now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lobe ulcer. ulcer. John, you're a lobe ulcer. <laughs> she called the doctor. Yeah, doc, I got this weird lobe ulcer going on. Do you have any medication don't. for that? Dylan, don't, Dylan, don't laugh. I actually got a severe um, cartilage bacterial infection in my ear from wearing a mask. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm so oh my serious. Goodness. Yeah, really bad. Oh, my God. I knew that you got that. I didn't know it was from a mask. It was. It was. Confirmed That ain't right. That yam took over the show. So we're cooking the yam at 425 degrees. (laughs) I rotated about an hour in. Move on to the next cancellation. I'm talking about... uh, This is the cooking segment. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) 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 Yammy dirty birty. Herp, bork, bork, bork. Yams. Apparently, yams are canceled. No, not yams. Just your cooking segment is canceled. Fine. (laughs) Rocket ships are canceled because China launched one in the air and then lost control of it and said, We don't know where it's going (laughs) to (laughs) land. So that happened this week. China launched a rocket ship into the air, into space. Lost control of it. Probably really didn't care where it was going to land. Thankfully, it landed in in the ocean, but it could have been anywhere. My problem with this whole situation was that the scientists or trackers or whoever it was, NASA, said uh, it looks like there's a good chance it's going to land somewhere on the East Coast. You know, and they started to narrow it down to like maybe New Jersey. And then it landed in the Indian Ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Again, with the sophisticated programming. Okay, I want to acknowledge something here. uh, Because this episode is about UFOs. And could we talk about how NASA is the last agency telling us about these things? Could we acknowledge that? I've heard things from everyone. My neighbor, Instagram, that guy on Joe Rogan. It's your opinion, man. So when NASA tells me it's going to last land on the East Coast, it's like a weather report. I'm like, okay, maybe it might happen. It might land halfway across the globe. We don't really know. I'm not dissing NASA, but I, I am. feel like they're not necessarily on the up and up. It landed in a parallel dimension on an <laughs> island. Where all the people that were on the rocket escaped and then they formed a society on this island and they kept finding the Dharma initiative. And (laughs) I don't know that much about loss, so I shouldn't go on about this bit, but... Mary allegedly did a massive amount of drugs for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) A massive amount. Mary... Mary, did you do the MK Ultra again? <laughs> rocket ships are canceled. China, please, if you launch a rocket ship into space, can you at least make sure it doesn't land on me? I would very much like to keep doing this episode. And when you're losing control of your rocket ships, maybe it's not the best thing for the planet. Could you imagine what Trump would have to say about this? Makes me almost miss him. I, I think he would, you know, I think his response wouldn't be unwarranted. 
But just hearing his voice. You launch a rocket ship up into the air, and we don't know. We don't know where it's gonna land. Is it gonna land here? Is it gonna land on the east coast? We don't know. You let you let it. This is why we need to control China. China. Well, at, least, at least President Trump would have acknowledged China's carelessness. This is not the first time China has let a rocket or debris fall to the earth. They just willy nilly shoot crap up into. the space and then are like where's it gonna land right like, it's just you didn't a fact. hear biden calling them out like china thank you for being totally irresponsible no he probably spoke nothing about it and if he did it was completely you couldn't even understand what the guy said where so, am i yeah maybe he fell down some stairs before the press conference maybe his dog it's, attacked somebody again <laughs> yeah exactly but at least president trump would have been like you guys are irresponsible you're annoying yeah, you're annoying china you're annoying uh i just got word from my sources in the government that said that the chinese rocket was going to land in the bohemian grove just got to report that Satan was in that Chinese rocket. <laughs> Episode 17, we're completely out of control. Here's a new one. So a a listener and a follower of our podcast requested that we cancel bathrooms. <laughs> they already are canceled. Well, they were canceled. She, you know, she's a, I don't know if I could say this on air. I think it's fine. She's a pregnant woman. So obviously she has to use the, you know, she has to use the restroom. She was as of a few days ago. Yeah. Congratulations on your baby. We won't name you, but congratulations. And uh, <laughs> anyways, out here in California, every single bathroom was canceled. You couldn't go in it. You could shop and pay the store money. They can make money off of you. But conveniently, for the sake of the C word, the bathrooms were closed. I think it was an excuse to not have to clean them. It was like an excuse. And let's be honest. If I, if I don't have to clean up a turd from the bathroom floor, then I <laughs> I will probably not do that. But that's not the point. If you're going to have a store open, I think that if you're able to make money, your bathroom should be open. I can't tell you how many times I've been out in public with Mary. And we go from store to store to store. And none of the public restrooms are open. And we're like an hour and a half from home. Yeah, That's well, crazy. it wasn't the store's fault, to be fair. It was California, um, what do you call it, policy or whatever. They Master Newsom. They made rules for COVID-19 that your bathrooms could only be opened if you only have like a certain, like grocery store bathrooms were still open, but other stores like clothing stores, you know, gas stations, you name it. Those have all been closed down for the last year. But I wouldn't be surprised if they carried on this excuse to keep their bathrooms closed for the next year, even if the policies are lifted from Gavin Newsom. <laughs> wow. The bathrooms in Connecticut are hit or miss. You may get an open one, you may not. Our governor, yeah, I, I don't know. He probably wants to cancel bathrooms, but he's too busy canceling religious exemptions to pay attention to anything else you gotta choose your battles <laughs> yeah so one thing that's not canceled in california are diapers right i am um, not yeah wearing How diapers about that, dylan we can you get gotta... you a pack of adult men's diapers and that'll solve all your problems <laughs> i don't need to wear diapers for at least another five years we go shopping 
Why did we think of that before? I'm going shopping. Okay, sweetie, do you have your keys? I got my keys. You got your wallet? Got your wallet? Got my wallet? You got your cell phone? I got my cell phone. You have your diaper? I got my diaper, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't forget your mask. You're going to need your mask. (laughs) I don't need to remember my mask because I never take it off. I never take my mask off. In fact, I sewed it to the sides of my head. Oh, my God. You remember when Indiana Jones stapled the hat to his head? <laughs> Wait, what movie? I don't remember this. I'm not sure that happened. <laughs> it did. It was one of those behind-the-scene things. I think it was the I think it was um, Last Crusade. Wait, so... When they were out in the desert and his hat kept blowing movie, off. So in he, real life? Yeah, he just stapled it to his head. John nice. would know. John... John knows everything Indiana Jones. Trust him. Well, I, I, love I am a short ways behind <laughs> behind a very good friend of mine. Um, but but yes, I do appreciate the Indiana Jones uh, universe. John's friend from high school is the real life Indiana Jones. That well, we'll have to have him on the show then. Yeah, well, he's in some interesting work, so probably not till he retires. Yeah. Otherwise, he might get canceled. He might leak the aliens. so bathrooms are canceled this is just for you i know you're listening the name (laughs) the one that shall not be named anyways that's the cancellations of the week uh i hope you guys enjoyed them here's to hoping that a chinese rocket ship doesn't fall on our heads anytime soon that would be nice if that didn't happen here's to hoping that our gas prices can stop going up Mary has been on a UFO kick lately. There's been a lot of leaks going on and UFO information uh, happening. I know Megan is a huge UFO fan, as are John and I. We send each other <laughs> UFO memes literally every day, almost <laughs> so. <laughs> I could say, I think it's safe to say that we're all fans. Um, Mary, won't you launch us off here and we'll go from there. Your mama's so fat, I thought she was a UFO. Again, massive amounts of drugs. <laughs> massive amounts of drugs. There's, you know, millions of episodes worth of material to talk about UFOs. I don't even know where to begin. Well, what what's happening right now? What's the significance of this? I mean, do you think it's safe to say that we know there's objects up there that are performing way beyond human capabilities that we know of? I mean, I think it's safe to say that there is legitimate proof of this now. Yeah, so there was this new video released by the Navy and also secondhandly released by Jeremy Corbell. He's the new ufologist out there. He did the Skinwalker Ranch um, documentary and also, what's that guy's name? The Bob Lazar. Bob to his Lazar. credit, he's done a great job um, uncovering a lot of and unifying a lot of ufo leaks so he's got a new video out there were some pyramids floating above some navy ships three mm. of them clear as day one. on camera um and they're there and apparently the government may allegedly have information on where they came from because they have this on radar this that part of the information is not publicly known yet and it probably won't be from what i understand but we know they were there this is again uh, another leak of uh, government Navy observance of some UFOs, very much like the Tic Tac that we saw maybe last year from the New York Times. 
Yeah, and they do claim them to be unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah. How do you? What's? I think the. Uh, I think the big idea is that the Senate Intelligence Committee is going to release. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, all of their UFO data on June first of this year, which is coming up. But there were fifty-five scientists who wrote a letter to a couple of senators, asking, you know, dare I say, demanding that the uh, the UFO data be released immediately. And I think this is spurned by the fact that we're starting to see uh, an increase in legitimate UFO. Uh, videos, not just anecdotal, you know, people like Bob Lazar who, you know, will sit in front of a camera and tell you about their experiences, but actual pilot experiences with uh, video recording of these uh, aerial phenomena. Uh, and, and so not only do we have, you know, the black box recordings of their communications you know, with the tower, but also the, uh, the tracking uh, technology that they have. Uh, there was one video I was watching, and they were watching this thing scoot along the water. You know, it would be in the water, out of the water, and you know they're trying to uh, to tag it. I, I have to imagine the technology is a little bit like um, the uh, the radar that we use on on the boat. Uh, it has a it's called ARPA. It's a it's an auto tracking. Uh, you can you know select a target and track it. Um, they were selected. They were they were ecstatic when they got the the tracker to lock on to this object uh, because it was moving at an like a, at a very rapid pace. Um, so based on all the evidence, it's 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 not like you get these things on that come up on the internet and you know everybody's like oh no no you know the, the government's like oh no no these things are are no or the navy which is like well we can't talk about this and we will neither uh, confirm nor deny and now like the navy is like yeah this stuff is happening and the government's like well you know what we're gonna give you all of it um so this really uh adds to the legitimacy of these encounters allegedly the proof that these military branches have are destroyed is what I'm hearing. They're, they're, they're destroyed. I'm guessing it's just intelligence agencies taking the evidence from them. Yeah. This whole program called project blue book where Heidecker was the head of it. He was instructed to debunk all of these sightings like, Oh, it was ball lightning. It was uh, gas. What, what is that? Swamp gas. So, <laughs> <swamp> gas. <laughs> it's a fast food fart and it's been declassified now we all know that he was instructed to, to debunk all that information so we know now that that information was actually they were ufos they were unidentified so we don't just have new released information we have decades of released information that we have to reanalyze now in a new lens right Megan, what do you what are your thoughts on this? I want to hear your take on this. It's a, a fresh take. Well, I know that a ton, I think almost all of the classified information on unidentified flying objects was declassified, John, how many years ago? I'm not sure. So the fact that there is additional and newer stuff is um 
is pretty telling. So I don't know how much they redacted, but I watched a documentary and I don't know the guy's name. You, you guys probably do. I guess he is a, was a surgeon, but now he researches UFOs and he took it upon himself to go through all of the information released, declassified um, through the Freedom of Information Act. And he was blown away. So essentially, he came to a twofold conclusion. One, there are extraterrestrial beings that have visited Earth. Two, our government successfully at some point captured or, I don't know, took down a UFO. I'm not sure, but he found that they did do that and that they have a nefarious plan to manipulate their technology and use it against humanity. So he said, essentially, when people are raptured off the earth, as it states in the Bible, that the government will stage a hostile alien invasion to cover the rapture. Um, That's what the government has documented. So not only are they acknowledging the existence of extraterrestrial life, they're acknowledging the validity of the rapture and they're acknowledging their fear and how they are going to control the world, the world through this. They're going to gain world superpower, which we know is the one world government through staging a hostile alien invasion. So they're which these beings aren't hostile at all, whatever they are. Um, so that's kind of my thought. Like, it's already out there. I'm very curious to yeah. see what else is being released. But the government knows a lot. That's what it was called, um, unacknowledged. It was a really good documentary. I agree with uh, your standpoint on that, that the government knows what's going on. Uh, I've been to Roswell. On a previous episode, I believe it was episode two, way back, uh, way back. But I'm <laughs> just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> I, I've ago. met a, <laughs> I met a store owner whose grandfather allegedly was a firefighter back in when the Roswell crash happened in '47, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he, he said he actually came out from the back. He was this old timer, and because the storefront clerk saw my interest, and I'm sure it's part of what they do. Anyways, he said that his grandfather showed up to the site and he found it was this disk spaceship and that the debris, the metal, you could bend it and it would bend back to its original shape. And he took a piece of it home. Allegedly, some people in black suits, men in black. The men in black. The men in black. Um, they, they show up. <laughs> they His family sees him talking to him outside Whatever they say, it convinced him. He walks in, gets the medal, gives it to him, and they're off. Wow. The, the, the rapture story is a widespread story. And coming from a historical standpoint and just a standpoint of um, contingency plans, possibly by the government, coming from you know just a very middle ground standpoint, there was a lot of religious people in the government. It would make sense to me yes. that even the evil people would have a contingency plan for the rapture. For this thing called the rapture, whatever that may be, us normal mortals don't know what that is exactly to a pinpoint, but I can say that it's an eerie plan. It 
the fact that I've heard this from so many different sources, some more credible than others, some pretty credible, in my opinion. Right. It's uh, it's a little startling. It's fascinating. It I is. don't believe that these entities are violent either. They, They're not. If, you hear, I've heard about historical evidence. Like, I've heard that Bob Lazar states that some of these UFOs were, like, like archaeologists found them. They were t- they were dug deep in the earth, I believe he said. Like, who knows? Maybe there was one in the pyramid. We would never know that. But apparently, these sightings, possibly even contact, has been happening since ancient times, from the Mayans to the Egyptians. And they, well, yeah. And there's I mean, evidence it, of that. There's allegedly. evidence in caves. And, I mean, unless it's completely falsified for television... The evidence is there, and you can't deny it. So whatever side of the fence you stand on, I mean, I have friends, you know, Christian friends that allegedly believe that they're 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 demons from a different, they're interdimensional demons. Um, I don't take that stance. I don't know. That's what Alex Jones says too. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what I don't I don't know. Like you know, there are interdimensional demons, absolutely, but I don't think they're the same thing and. Um, there is a lot of historical evidence, and I have family. I have family. My grandmother, total straight-edge grandmother, never drank a beer in her life, didn't smoke the reefer, didn't do anything. Um, she, we had a, we had a house on a lake in rural Maine, and one summer night she was down sitting at the dock. We always had chairs down at the dock, and she said... You know, I mean, they were used to forest fires in Maine. Helicopters would come over there loud. You know, they'd have buckets and they'd scoop up water, right? That's nothing new. I saw that my whole life. Well, one night in the dark, starry night, clear starry night, she saw her and allegedly my uncle. I don't, I can't speak for him. He is still alive. I don't know if, I mean, he he may have been on something. I don't know, but my grandma wasn't. Um, <laughs> she saw a silver disc come very quickly over the lake, suck water right up like a tube, guys, <laughs> like a literal tube of water. Wow. <laughs> and then take off as fast as you could ever imagine. And she was like, so that ha- that is how I became interested in UFOs at a very young age. So about second grade, I was fascinated um, because now your grandmother, I imagine someone. she's somebody you can trust. If you're telling me the story, it tells me that she's somebody who wasn't known for lying or doing no. anything deceitful. Nope. Good Christian woman. She lived to be 97. Like I said, never did drugs. Didn't, didn't even care about UFOs. Like wasn't right. interested. Didn't have, she was completely unbiased, but she, she told us that story just as nonchalantly as she's like, they exist. Just something she saw. I think it's important to make that distinction to viewers too. Credibility of a person. I think there is a merit to accumulating these stories on small podcasts, big podcasts like like ourselves. And I think when enough of these stories accumulate and there's been enough information released, I would hope that good prevails and there's enough good people in the government to overcome the more insidious plans. I, I think keeping it away from us at this point and at any point, does more harm than good. Absolutely. Even if it comes from a rational fear of, well, this would send our country into chaos. And I see truth to that now. Look at what COVID did to our country. People were lighting buildings on fire. People were flipping cars. I mean, 
I'm not going to get into that. It was madness. And this it's was a, not just COVID. There was a whole cocktail there of was, things going on. <laughs> I, to its credit, yes. But I think I don't see I think there is a fear there, at least from an older old school standpoint, that well, if we release this information about UFOs, it can make God fearing people, it could make people who are religious, which at the time was the a vast uh, majority of the country, it could make them question things and make them step out of line. I don't think and I know we've offline talked about this before, off air. I don't think, I don't think that aliens conflict with an existence of a god. If there is a god out there, I why why did why does aliens make them not exist? I don't see that. I think I see that as being very small minded and taking upon yourself the judgment of what it, what creation is. We don't know what creation is. We don't know that. Uh, time and space cannot be bent and we you know that these beings can't visit us and there be a grand creator i don't see this as conflicting with the christian faith which might have been the mindset in roswell i don't see that being the case i'm not sure what you guys think on that exactly but i I don't see that being an issue myself what typically so as christians we just don't add anything to the bible and that's very important um additionally it doesn't say. So most Christians just don't go there. I mean, they wouldn't even entertain this conversation. Um, but I do know a lot of Christians that do. And and I do think that the stance that God, you know, God clearly states my ways are higher than yours. You know, a minuscule fraction of what I know. And I think it's, I think personally, we can't assume to know God's the entirety of God's creation and the magnitude of it and I mean just look at the science we have in theoretical physics and how you can bend space and time that is real (laughs) um right and God created that now are we supposed to dive in and manipulate it for our benefit no so we have really smart scientists they know a lot they're you know they're in there doing all kinds of things they probably shouldn't be doing um, but I'm, I'm, I believe I'm in line with what you're saying. I don't think we know the entirety of God's creation. Um, we can't add to it, so we can't make up things and, but we, but we can talk about it and have, you know, a real conversation and we do need to discuss what this is. Um, and, and there's no harm in talking about what this is and speculating. Um, everything's alleged. We're not real. Um, Weren't there like these giant humanoids in the Old Testament that were like half angel, half human? Yeah. Nephilim. John. Yeah. So the Bible is a very spiritual book. Um, It deals with the spirit realm. And I think Christians a lot of times tend to ignore that. We, We forget about angels. We forget about demons. These are real entities. So I always warn people that when you're dealing with ghosts, you're probably dealing with the demonic, a demonic entity. Um, Because if you believe in the Bible, you know that your spirit goes to heaven with God. If it doesn't, you will probably remain on this realm because this is Satan's domain. (laughs) I mean, so what you're hearing, a cute little kid ghost is really a demon trying to, you know, manipulate you. Um, again, that has or nothing... Or your imagination. Yeah, or your MK Ultra, or you're doing 
you know, <laughs> LSD or the reefer. I don't know. <laughs> but, or just plain old sober and crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I also don't know that there isn't, you know, some kind of just normal energy that exists that isn't our spirits that that I don't know anything about. Um, John's given me flack for it before because I can get a little fringy pretty quick. But um, I've personally heard and seen things in my life. Um, I don't know what they are. Um, so there's definitely something. So, for example, I've always had a fascination with battlegrounds. Why is it hundreds of thousands of people have heard voices and gunfires and, and residual energy at battlegrounds? I don't know, guys, but these people aren't, you know on stuff like they're actually having these experiences what is that experience if there isn't some kind of a strange you know i i don't know i don't know what that is so i know i'm going down a different path i'm I'm now into a different realm so let's bring this back (laughs) now we're talking about spooky ghosts (laughs) (laughs) sorry dylan i hijacked your show once again (laughs) (laughs) no I I have a way of like compartmentalizing my beliefs in my head with like I love the idea of believing these things like I love the idea of believing aliens but then I compartmentalize it so I don't have to confront the fact that we are extremely vulnerable to if this is real mm, this is good. you know they are way beyond us technologically they are way beyond us spiritually, probably. You know, the way they even think, they communicate, they move. Did you watch Battle Los Angeles? Did I watch that? Yeah. When Battle Los Angeles came out, Mary was way too cool for Battle Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, I've watched that movie like four times. Mary, did you step over to the other side here? <laughs> She's come a long way from her planet. But yes. But yeah, so I love talking about this stuff, but at the same time, like, I honestly don't have an official stance on what my beliefs are with aliens, with ghosts, with a lot of different things. Like, I've kind of just found a way. Other than the conversations you you hear me having with them. (laughs) Yeah, you know, besides. Besides what I witnessed, my cats experience on a daily basis, just staring at cats. Def- <laughs> my cat has definitely seen the devil. I have seen the devil. And even at one point, my cat and I have both seen the devil at the same time. Yikes. This is real, folks. Uh, you know what? This is all alleged, but uh, Megan, I'm really glad you're on the show because you sort of bring a certain aspect. And I know this is probably blindsiding you, but you probably... I believe you bring a certain aspect of Alex Jones on the show. I like I like the way you see this stuff. I think this is going to be a good episode. Meg's eyes are not that close together. <laughs> I've had to I've had to build my skull to be really thick, take a lot of supplements to keep the demons out because devil the devil is trying to infiltrate my skull and I do not let him. <laughs> but while we were on the topic of like you know, demons and hostile entities. I know earlier you guys were talking about how, you know, overwhelm overwhelmingly these UFO incidents 
are not hostile, but there are a bunch of recorded incidents of them being hostile, especially in South America. I don't, it's, I haven't really heard about this very much Yikes. up until I just listened to a podcast about it. And, and this one's actually extremely well documented. Yeah. Really? But anyways, Tell like more. in Brazil specifically, a lot of its citizens in like uh, rural vi- villages in the jungle there are so many documented cases of them being abducted, of them being encountered by UFOs, and they all would come back with radiation poisoning. All of the symptoms of being just completely radiated, their skin all red, falling off, vomiting, you know, all of the horrible things that come with radiation. And there was even an encounter on an island off of Brazil, I believe, where there were so many UFOs just happening during the day, during night, just all the time, that they had to get fighter pilots, you know, the Brazil Army or whoever, the military in Brazil, had to get their fighter pilots to chase these UFOs off. It just got so insane. And these are all documented incidents. Look it up. Yeah, I I believe it. And just one caveat there. Sorry to cut you off, Dylan. Um, No, you're good. Um, another thing, so there is a tremendous amount of research of abductions, um, and it, and it, and it weirdly seems to happen. So when people are abducted, it happens multiple times over and over. Um, and then other people never experience it, but even if they don't experience an imminent hostile situation, the psychological impact of it is very damaging. So... Yeah, it's not like they're wiping people's brains. I mean, these people have vivid they're they're able to recall things they never would be able to recall otherwise. Um and they're even able to like remove parts of like objects put in people's bodies. So this one guy had like a weird glass substance sewn into his leg and he and he told the surgeon do- his doctor, "Hey, this happened to me. I was abducted. They sold they they actually put something in my leg." And sure enough, they did. Like, they took it out. And the guy, and they couldn't prove, like, it wasn't an earthly substance. So something is really whack. (laughs) But he had a lot of psychological damage from that. So even, like, the, you know, the fire in the sky case. I mean, just that. That's such an incredible story. I love that story. And just the psychological impact of that is really real. And even as a kid, like, I remember being fascinated but being very very constantly praying to god like don't let me get abducted like i like reading about this but please protect me <laughs> like <laughs> as a kid i was scared of looking at the night sky because really? of ufos and i never had a ufo experience i've never seen anything like that but just from you know from movies from culture i was just that was enough to make me scared of looking at the night sky i was that paranoid <laughs> well, yeah i the brazil thing i mean if you look up history, it's pretty dark. You know, every government's capable of doing dark things. Who's and to say that those spaceships weren't our own government? Or not not even that, but I've heard conspiracies that we've made deals with, with these aliens and that they wouldn't be hostile to us Americans, but we made a deal to allow them to be hostile to third world countries, second world countries. That's something I heard from that Brazil story, too. I think too. that's odd. Because with if they just based on the fact that they have the ability to travel here from wherever they're from, 
their technology is so far beyond ours that they don't need to deal with us. They don't need our permission for anything. Uh, we've survived <laughs> long enough to know that. We're still here. So I, I don't think that's out of the question. Uh, I do think that if we had the technology, we would test it. And we would test it on countries that are less developed than ours, such as Brazil. There's a facility, I think it's in New Mexico, called the Dolce Facility. And it's a base. And it's apparently, it's underground, one of those underground bases. And it goes several stories down. And apparently that's where they're holding hostage a few aliens. I don't know. This was back like Roswell time. So that was Mm. the 50s. There's a man. There's a man. And I can't remember his name. Forgive me for the lack of research. I didn't think I would be talking about this. But you could look him up. There was a man. He came out in the 90s. I believe it was. He was going to these seminars. And he had a massive amount of damage to his body. Apparently and allegedly he was a contractor for the government. We don't know if this is real. This is just what he said on tape. He could be a goon, just a lunatic. But what he was saying, and he seemed lucid on the front, was that he was a contractor for the government. And what his company did, what he did was build underground labyrinths for the government for dark black technology. He said at one point something went off and there was a conflict of, (laughs) apparently there was a conflict of the aliens in this underground facility that he was working in, and he said that Delta Force members came down, swooped him up, sent him up the elevator, and they stayed down there, and he was one of only three people to survive. Now, what? stay with me here, because I know it's pretty out there. What I find <laughs> interesting about this story is that this man ended up being strangled in his bedroom, like he was killed. And a lot of these people, especially back then, before Instagram, before social media, disappeared. And that's the fact I find interesting. Not their story, because anybody can say anything, but the fact that they were murdered, that's a that's a big deal. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, this guy's <laughs> gone. And yeah. He's gone. He's not here. He was just uh, just suffocated in his sleep. Died of natural causes. It's not like the government hasn't tried to cover this up in the past, right? Because um, Mary, Blue you were Book saying, is of evidence. yeah, you were talking about Project Blue Book, and actually, you know, the original title of of that program was Project Grudge, um, but you know, Project Blue Book is a bit more benign um, than Project Grudge, um, and it was uh, not head up, but there was one guy who was in, you know, involved in this and. Uh, his name was J. Allen Hynek. I don't know if you guys have heard about this guy before. Oh, yeah. I called he, him Heidecker earlier, <laughs> but yeah, that's his name, Hynek. <laughs> yeah, Hynek. And um, he uh, he was involved with this program. And what he came to find was that normal people were seeing UFOs. And not, not you know, not pilots, not, not army generals, not uh, scientists, but just straight up your average Joe uh, were the people who were reporting seeing uh, UFOs. The uh, they, the witnesses could have been lying. They could have been insane or they could have been hallucinating um, collectively, but he didn't think so. Um, and he wrote a book in 1977, the, uh, the Hynek UFO Report. So if you want to check out his entirety on, on that, you can check out his book, but... 
<laughs> there was this really loud, stupid, straight up crackhead dirt bike that just went by, and it was very distracting while you're he was saying here for all like that. forever while you were talking, like three <laughs> minutes straight. Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought we were I thought we were being signaled from the other side. Yeah, it was. We were. We almost got abducted by UFOs just now, guys. Like, I'm <laughs> scared. Like, I'm low key scared for my life right now. Again, a, a massive, a massive amount of drugs. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, we got a little radiation poisoning from the UFO right now. <laughs> yeah. We're okay. And yeah. next week's show will be on MK Ultra and Mary's firsthand account with it. Yeah, it will be the remembrance of Dylan and Mary, hosted by John and Meg. <laughs> so Dylan and Mary are gone We don't know when they're going to come back This happens sometimes It's been happening to Dylan for a long time He gets abducted He's gone for a few weeks But he should be back here soon But for now We're just going to host the show Well and speaking of abductions um, There's a really interesting There's something I'm very interested in And it's um, a widespread issue In our national parks and how people go missing from our national parks. More people go missing from our national parks annually. I mean, it's like epic proportions, guys. Um, but the interesting thing is some people come back to tell the tale. And, of course, there's a lot of natural catastrophes in national parks. Like, not everything's crazy. People fall off cliffs. Some people get lost. Like, we get that. It's but, all supernatural. <laughs> but no, but there is something happening in our national parks, and it may be governmental. We don't know. Um, but people disappear into like a different time-space continuum in the national park. <laughs> and when they come out, they think they've been gone for like weeks, and they've really only been gone like, a few hours or they've been missing um and some pretty crazy stuff happens so either it's you know extraterrestrial or our government is actually experimenting with some of these things um time time i don't want to say travel because that's not really what it is john what is it called i like <sighs> missing time yeah so they're actually doing like interdimensional type ah oh, my friend knows what it's called it's not interdimensional ah forgive me guys i don't know what it's called but they experiment with changing your perception of time and space it's a known governmental thing um and i think they're doing hmm. that to people in national parks so well, i know a lot of people come show. out to joshua tree national park just to experiment with their perception in different ways like lsd and shrooms <laughs> alleged it's not real but yeah. also i have heard there is like a radio show out here so we uh dylan and i we live next to joshua tree national park and we or i have heard of like um the story people disappear out here yeah people disappear out here but there was this one particular time where a woman went missing and where they found her remains, that was exactly where they spotted UFOs hovering there, just like around the time of her death. It's very common. It's actually really common. It's just one of the folklore stories yeah. of the area. It's hard to keep up. Yeah, but there's 
north of where we live in this um, town called Landers, there's a place called Giant Rock where they actually used to hold the largest UFO convention in the country there where everybody would gather out and it's like out in the middle of nowhere. It's off not even a dirt road, really. It's like a dirt trail for four by four driving. Yeah, I take my dirt bike out there sometimes. Yeah. And um, it's actually the start of this whole cult. Um, there's like a building called the Integratron where the guy who started the cult believed he was abducted by these um, aliens from Venus. It's actually been featured on some prominent movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was given the information to build this structure that would recharge our cells like batteries so that we could live forever. So he was given the secret of immortal life from aliens from Venus. So if you guys want to pay a small fee, you can take a yeah. sound bath today in the Tegatron. Yeah, they've, they've turned no, it into a guys, sound that's bath. That's a direct deception of Satan. <laughs> that's like Satan's like, I'm going to tempt you to with... With life forever, if you come he, to the dark. I'll side. tell you right now, Satan wants you to take a sound bath in the Integatron, and he's gonna he enter into your mind like a snake. And it's a sound <laughs> bath that makes you feel relaxed, but he's just relaxing your vessel so he can enter you and kill you. He, you know, really, he is. He's trying to deceive people. That's, that's he. He actually was uh, preaching that jesus was an alien and he was Mm -mm. he was one of the Mm -mm. aliens you know (laughs) i'm rebuking i'm rebuking satan in the name of jesus over that that guy is a (laughs) that guy is a deceiver and a tool of satan yeah and it's so funny because there's still like a small community out here that still believes in that dogma or whatever you want to call it it's like scientology don't they believe that they were visited by something and told to form a religion yeah it's like you pay four hundred thousand dollars yes scientology (laughs) without the firm grip and control of your life like they were a little bit more relaxed oh, hippie cult man they're all the same they're all about control <laughs> i don't don't yeah no. There's no, no i mean really, scientology it's, it's, you have to admit takes it to a whole nother level yeah that's they were a, just weren't big enough to do that yeah that's they didn't have the money they, i mean they, <laughs> it's we're broke out here this is this is <laughs> <laughs> it's no man's land <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys really should look. If you haven't researched the national park stuff, you really should dig into it. It's pretty. Uh, I've elusive. heard a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard about it, a lot of it. Just from ours, I mean, but locally, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people disappear out here. A lot of people yeah, want to blame it on um, Sasquatch. They want to blame it on UFOs. They want to. I know. I've been mistaken for the Yucca Man. Some theories say that it's just serial killers that just thrive off of. These areas because they're so secluded. It's a combination of a lot of things, but this one story really stands out. It was a family and they were hiking, and the husband and son, and again, this is all alleged. I don't I don't know. I I can't quote everything because I don't, you know, I read a lot of this stuff. But the husband and son went back to the car and the wife and daughter just went off the trail like a little bit to look at. I don't know, some rocks or something, something piqued their interest, right? And she said no sooner did they go off the trail, she was overcome with a feeling of sheer confusion and complete terror. So she 
she said she was no longer where she had been. So when she looked around, it was a different part of the woods. And she, she felt the desire to run for her life, that something imminently terrible was going to happen to her. So she did with her daughter. They started running and then were confronted by something. So something different i i don't know like it looked like the she said it looked like the air was being manipulated kind of like a predator it was like predator guys it was like predator okay predator was in the woods level good to the chopper (laughs) it's sasquatch so when she finally when it was finally over it ended um she managed like it it felt to her like it was only a few minutes but when she managed to get back to the car, she was, like, horrified. And her husband's like, where have you been? We've been looking for you for, like, four hours. You said, she goes, I was right over there, but some terrible stuff happened. And so she is not the only one who reports that exact feeling of confusion and imminent terror. It's some kind of something our government, it's it's like Predator. Like, they some do something. frequency or... Yes. Yep, it has a name. My friend knows what it is. I went through like this whole thread on Reddit that was like a compilation of these stories that I'm confident I went. Mary, I'm confident that's the same (laughs) thread I read it on. I'm not even joking. I've honestly tried finding that thread again, and I could not find it for the life of me. I looked everywhere, so it's awesome to hear somebody else who read it. Yeah. It Please was like, send me a link if you know. I know. And these, it was just people like, yeah, this is my experience too. Like some guys, like I was jogging and in a place I've always jogged in the national park. And then all of a sudden I'm like somewhere else. And then I get that, they get that feeling of yeah. real terror. Like the, like something's coming after you. And I call it predator because that's kind of what it's like. So Yeah. Tons of people were saying they had the same experience. You see, guys, this is why you need to work out. Because you turn around and you snap its neck in half. And now you are Arnold Schwarzenegger in Predator. (laughs) This is why it's important to take your testosterone injections if it's prescribed to you by a doctor. Okay? We're not giving medical advice. We're not giving medical advice. I'm not a doctor. This is all a joke. It's fictional art. But... This is why it's important to work out. So a lot of people want to blame Sasquatch for these like weird disappearances in the woods. Sasquatch is definitely an alien. But I heard a theory, yeah, that Sasquatches were dropped down on this planet from UFOs. I don't know if they're the same species of the aliens that are flying this UFOs. I don't think that's the theory. I think the theory is that... The aliens driving these UFOs are dropping off this other weird thing called Sasquatch. It's a high down, <laughs> yeah, to come down and torture us or whatever, to wreak havoc. <laughs> John, I just want to throw a little uh, side story in that John and I used to watch uh, Finding Bigfoot, and we enjoyed it. Yes. We do the same thing. We Bobo love was my boy. <laughs> you watch the same one as us. Do you guys yeah. watch? Do you guys watch Ancient Aliens? 
Oh, yeah. I, I dabble in some ancient aliens here and there. The cheesier, the better. I love Giorgio. <laughs> Giorgio. Giorgio's my, Giorgio's my other husband. Is he the guy, is, is he the guy with the hair? Yeah. Yeah, I already knew who you were talking about. I we went to him. these Mayan I love temples, how much he's... and the <laughs> scripture on the wall was this crazy guy. And if you look closely, you will see that it is actually it is actually an alien sitting in a spaceship on this Mayan uh, depiction on the wall. Now, what is going on here? <laughs> I love how, like, the first season, like, he's got the crazy hair and everything, but, like, once he realizes how much the viewers, like, embrace him and his crazy hair, he just goes more and more extra. Come on, his hair season. was the reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not, he made a smart business decision by getting electrocuted before that episode. Yeah. No, his hair brought us life. Yeah. I like how those shows are supposed supposed to expose aliens, but there's nothing that delegitimizes aliens as much as those shows. Yeah. Like, uh, you know true. what? Ancient aliens entire premises. Let's take any topic ever and we'll make it into alien fact. Yeah. We, I think it's a government program to make us not believe in aliens. Like, actually, it's so stupid. <laughs> I love it, but it's like the sitcom I watch every Friday night. Yeah, it's not it, exactly proof. All the producers and the big heads get together in a room. They're all drug addicts. And they're like, should, should we renew this? Should we go one more season? I don't know how much material we can have. And then one, the like, writer goes, hmm. we will always have material. They will because they take anything ever and make it into ancient alien theorist information proof. They're like, and this trees. is truth because we it's on the history channel. We can prove to you that channel. trees were concepted by the aliens of H953 <laughs> planet over on the other side of the atmospheric universe hemisphere. <laughs> and and this is like, history yeah, with a capital yeah. H. No, my dad actually, my dad allegedly believes this as his religion. So it actually nice. has major impact on people. <laughs> Love you, Dad. You're never going to hear this. It's alleged. We just have to send it to him after this episode. Yeah. Say, hey, Dad, I shouted Speaking you out. like all these shows on aliens and stuff, Dylan, what do you think? Do you think that Hollywood has had... Do you, because Hollywood has used UFOs and aliens in such a diverse way, do you think that that some of these sightings... Uh, have been influenced by that, or do you? Oh, think it's you want to get into around? this? Do you think the sightings have influenced Hollywood? John brought it up. We're diving <laughs> into this. <laughs> Put your helmets on, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. We're going down the rabbit hole. That rabbit hole, indeed. There is a heavily believed and documented, allegedly documented concept that in the fifties and sixties, especially, the government has had contact with Hollywood to purposely to purposely emulate uh, alien facts in their movies. Like the things that the government knew about the way these spaceships behaved in certain stories, they literally gave to Hollywood to put on the film so that if somebody saw something, there's like, that's a Hollywood film. It was a genius idea of delegitimizing an idea because it was a Hollywood movie. And this is a heavily documented fact. Mary wants to talk. What do you want? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The truth is out there. So (laughs) I, I I think 
if I was the government back then, and that was my goal was to bring disinformation to the populace, I think that's a genius idea. Yeah, no, I think Hollywood's entire inception was based on, um, like deep fake. So what? Mm-hmm. That's what we call it now. But essentially, they were put in place to basically write a narrative and desensitize us to the truth. So also, and again, I'm going to go, It's this is alleged, but Hollywood's a pretty large, allegedly a large satanic cult. So they have some ulterior motives. Um, again, that's just something I heard. Don't know anything about it. It's not real. Um, just, just throwing that out there. So it doesn't shock me that they do things preemptively. So I don't know if you guys know about the movie that they have, that they plan on releasing called Songbird. Um, What it is, is it's a movie set four years into the COVID quarantine. And no joke, guys, I'm going to have to send you the trailer if you haven't seen it. It is four years after quarantine. California is actually the whole location of the movie, but the world is in complete, it's like a zombie apocalypse level and people are locked (laughs) in their homes and the the viruses is um, taking over and people are being arrested and and it's insane. But this is what I'm talking about. They actually- Why would they make a movie like that? Like that's, who would even want to watch that? We lived it. Because it's so insensitive, right, Mary? You're like, okay, that's super insensitive. We just came out of a quarantine. And then one of the the largest directors in Hollywood is making a film about the COVID pandemic and quarantine four years into the dystopian into it's a dystopian future friends and it's awful and it we're already living in this dystopian future yeah (laughs) it's a preemptive maneuver they are actually manipulating us to accept this so when that comes we are more we've already quote seen it and internalized it so hollywood does that i'm not saying every movie is that um but that, that's the theory, and that's alleged, and again, I'm not real, that's not real, but there you go, friends. I mean, if you want to go deeper down this rabbit hole, I hear some conspiracy theories saying that this COVID is all just a practice run for the real pandemic that's going to hit us yep. of a man-made virus, not... Yep. I mean, there's lots of evidence to say that COVID is not man-made. Yeah. (laughs) Believe your truths by the mainstream media. Do not question it. Yeah. There's a lot of evidence, though. You should look into it. That's what I think. Don't you think that's what that Songbird movie is really talking about? Because why would they? It would help out the case for, you know, that conspiracy. Look it up, Dylan. Look that up. Fact check me. But it's a real movie. It's a real movie trailer. And it actually says the covid outbreak it uses the word covid so it's not even hmm. it's pretending it, out, this else. it says it came out in 2020 mm-hmm. december 2020 right it got a nine percent on rotten tomatoes is that good or bad <laughs> really bad so it's really good it's called covid 23 virus yeah <laughs> It's not it, but it's really it's really crazy. Produced how by Michael Bay. 
Yeah, it's really crazy how it's right in your face. So it has been released. Where did they release it? Aren't movie theaters shut down? Aren't they? Haven't movie theaters been canceled? You can watch it on Hulu. They have, yeah. It's it's on Hulu. <laughs> yeah, guys, no joke though. And that's really, I, I'm sorry. Are we that desensitized? I mean, I looked at that and was like, I can't even believe the the audacity. Yeah. Luckily, nobody else did because it got horrible ratings. <laughs> we learned in what John that was an early episode, man. The brainwashing, the propaganda through film and Hollywood. Yeah. Um, John and I dug deep on that one. It's actually one of our most viewed episodes for some odd reason. That one just is still taking off. Yeah, probably because everybody senses it. They can, you know, you can tell when you're being bullshitted. It's not even the information that they're broadcasting it it's way deeper than than just mainstream media right i mean it's, it goes it runs the gamut from um the commercials that you're exposed to um the uh, the shows that you watch uh, both the the dramas the sci-fi uh the documentaries but I, I think that once you start seeing the message behind everything, you start feeling li- a little of the madness. So it goes back to the whether it's aliens in the 60s or nowadays with um, anything. So if you ever want to know what, what do the powers that be allegedly want me to think, just go turn on your TV and you'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, it's interesting too, I mean, that the idea that yeah, Hollywood has some kind of a a uh, an influence on what we would think of as UFO uh, events or interactions um, during World War II, and I think this is a uh, this is a great because we, we have already you know brought up uh, the Battle of Los Angeles as a as a Hollywood movie, right? But did you guys know it was an actual event? Yeah, I read about it early um, 1900s, right? Uh, yeah, well, December 9th, 1941, right? And this is like just, this is the weeks following, yeah, the Pearl Harbor attack. Um, it was the West Coast, you know, down in off the coast of Santa Barbara, right? And because of the attack on Pearl Harbor, there was a lot of, air defense in the area. What's interesting was something happened in the skies around 3 a.m. that what it wasn't just a sighting, right? The anti-aircraft batteries just lit the sky up. I mean, they <laughs> this wasn't, it's probably one of the most cover-up events in um, American military history because there was a, a significant amount of ammunition that was spent on this. So, and nobody knows what it was. I mean, there are pictures of, right. of these searchlights that have just lit up whatever was in the sky. In fact, it was so bright that uh, none of, I mean, cause it was 1941. So photography wasn't that great, but even in the pictures, you can see, you know, great detail on the ground, but the light was so bright that, that you can't really see what was going on in the sky. But whatever it was, was enough to elicit a military response. To be fair, ironically, the only damage during the battle came from friendly fire because the anti-aircraft 
shrapnel started coming down. I mean, like that's how the, it Which works. Which seems they, to indicate yeah. uh, a UFO, right? Because you're, you're probably yeah, exactly. not going to hit them with that technology. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, and even if you did, I don't believe that it would, you know, be any um, do any significant damage to it anyway. It doesn't you know? seem like it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a really cool it's a really cool event. Um, yeah. You should check it out. And it's a mass sighting, right? Because there yeah, were huge mass sighting. You know, all the people that lived off the coast of Santa Barbara. It's the uh, Phoenix Lights all over again, or I'm sorry, before the Phoenix Lights. But it's very important, and it's very, and it's a historical experience that many, many people witnessed and were able it to verify. It adds a lot of credibility. It's not just one person who could possibly be making something up. It's hundreds nope. of people, exactly. you know. At that point, it stops being anecdotal because you have multiple people verifying, you know, what you saw at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah, and they're in high positions of power where they wouldn't want to make up a story, you know. They have credibility. Right. You said that was uh, 41, John? Yeah, 1941. I believe that, and I could be wrong. Uh, I believe that was the first oh, documented mass sighting. I thought it was in the twenties, but uh, um, could be wrong. No, I think that date is incorrect. Stand by. Yeah, gotcha. Roswell was in forty-seven. Roswell <laughs> to didn't give some happen. Kind of reference. <laughs> but when was the Phoenix Lights? Let me look that 91, up. Ninety-one, I think. Right. Oh, that was an interesting story. The Phoenix Lights are a personal favorite of mine. Yeah. I'm not as educated on it as I would like to be, but that's something that has subst- uh, allegedly the governor himself admits to seeing what was going on there. That was yeah. in 1997. 97. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was a okay, lot the, earlier. The uh, that was in my, our lifetime. <laughs> Battle Los Angeles was February 24th, 1942. 1942. Gotcha. Oh. Yeah. It was okay. shortly after 2 a.m. On uh, February 25th, that the military radar picked up um, what they thought was uh, an enemy contact about 120 miles west of Los Angeles. And so they sounded the yeah they sounded the air raid sirens. Um, There was a citywide blackout, and then within minutes, troops were manning the enemy aircraft guns, and they were just looking in the skies with searchlights. Um, And then then after three o'clock in the morning, uh, the shooting started. Uh, following reports of an unidentified object in the skies. Um, was Most of the fire came from Santa Monica. I'm not super familiar with... Uh, Santa Monica is in L.A. Yeah, troops in Santa Monica uh, were just unleashing a barrage of anti-aircraft fire and 50 caliber machine gun fire. And, and it yeah. went, you know, so a lot, a lot of this stuff just came raining down. It was a... Basically, a, a massive no Dick Cheney uh, event on California. But Stoked that you brought that up, man. I think that's a significant story. I wouldn't have thought to bring it up, but you did, and it ties nicely into what I did want to bring up, uh, and that's the Phoenix Lights. Mary, you know a little bit about this, right? I know that the governor of Arizona tried covering it up, going along with um, military instruction, I'm pretty sure, but... Allegedly. I, 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 I can't remember what his motivation was. I just know at first he did allegedly cover it up, and yeah. then he came out allegedly later saying that he did see possibly a UFO. And he admitted that it wasn't 
uh, our own military aircrafts. It wasn't man-made. It was extraterrestrial as far as he knows. This is another mass sighting. We have countless home videos, countless thousands of people saw this collectively. And I'm, it's hard to I might be mixing this. up the governor with the mayor of Phoenix. No, it was the governor, I there believe. Was, yeah. The mayor had some part in it, too. The mayor definitely did cover up, and I'm trying to remember who it was that retracted their statements. It could have been the governor. Allegedly. Yeah, the governor know. at the time was Fife Symington. Um, he witnessed it firsthand, and he later called the object otherworldly. Yeah. I, there was a, there was an account of a man who was with his family, and he was higher up in the mountains. I believe this is before it hit Phoenix, and this is alleged. I know we don't use that word enough in this show, but just so you guys know, it was alleged. But there was a man ca- with his family up in the mountains, and he was an educated guy, pretty well-to-do, had a nice house, and he said this thing passed right over them. And he said it was just huge. It was, And if um, you guys haven't seen it, it's like a giant V-shaped, apparently yeah. football fields long with yes. lights along the bottom of it. But he said that these lights were very bright, but he could look right at them. They didn't harm his eyes at all. He, they didn't make him squit, they, squint. They were a different type of technology. He could look directly into them with with no effect, which is, that's the one detail I remember. And... um I, he was a well-to-do guy, and he was one of those people that said, I wouldn't say this, I have a lot to lose, you know, I have a reputation. I I think he was one of those people that wouldn't say it unless it actually happened to him. And we have to look at this, people, from a standpoint of what outweighs what, the scales of evidence, right? I believe at this point there is far more evidence of this happening than there is of evidence of it, of it not happening, by and large. Yeah, and it, it was indeed thousands of people who saw this. Yeah. So multiple times, Los Angeles, <laughs> make Phoenix, that shit up. Well, Brazil. right, it was a series of sightings because it was moving very slowly. Right, if I'm recalling, it was kind of yeah. Isn't there? There's a video I think I've seen, and yeah, it's, yeah, you can barely tell that it is moving, but it is. Did you guys see the video? Has anybody here? I've seen heard it. the story of the fighter pilot that flew under it. No, I don't know. Maybe that one took a while for me to dig up, and it's alleged. I, I don't. We don't know if this is true, right? Because the government's not telling us. Hopefully, they will tell us this year. But allegedly, they de- they deployed some fighter aircraft on this thing. Wow. A fighter pilot, I believe it was an F sixteen. I could be wrong. Doesn't matter. He pulls underneath it, and he just sees a spaceship. It's a straight up spaceship that's huge. Wow. And when he gets back. Apparently, air crew reported that this guy was just shaken. Yeah. He was he was mortified. Appa- allegedly, he needed help getting out of his cockpit after he landed. He was so mortified. Wow. And this is a fighter pilot. These guys go through more background checks and mental training than basically anybody else. They're some of the most mentally stable people among us. And he couldn't even get out of his cockpit without help. Wow. That tells me something. If it's true, that's, you know, and that's not the only... We have, uh, I can't remember his name, but the fighter pilot that came out through the New York Times. Uh, folks, I want you to understand something. A fighter pilot, uh, they have to go through so much background check and so much training that the likelihood of them hallucinating or straight up lying or having a mental illness, whatever you want to call it, is very low. And when you have a fighter pilot going on record, putting his reputation on the line with this recent tic-tac-toe UFO. Yeah. Yeah. That means something. 
And they're very experienced with using those instruments that detect these things. They know what a bird looks like on their radar. They know what every, you know, object on this earth is going to look like on the radar. They know when it's weird, when it's unexplained. They're American. American fighter pilots, this isn't, this is just fact. They are the best of the best. Right. Well, they're trained to visually assess a situation that could involve an enemy, you know, aircraft coming into, you know, American airspace or near them or whatever. So, yeah, I'd say if they see something that is unidentified, they're going to know right away. Um, And that's very much recalled. Uh, Many, many pilots and and military yeah, wasn't there like a american airlines flight that came oh yeah out a couple months ago too yeah, that was where the crew one. all it's very common UFO. they yeah. see they see things they many of them have and they they know they're unidentified and i'm sure some chalk it up to military stuff and others are like well that was interesting yeah, and I'm sure a lot of these sightings are military things that they're testing and they don't want us to know about yet. I'm sure. If we know about it, our enemies will know about it, you know? Right. So they got to keep it secret. But I'm sure a to lot of an extent, too. there's just a whole bunch of unexplained things where there is no way we have the technology for that. So I have a question for really everyone here. As a message to our society... Uh, as small as we are as a podcast, we do have a good amount of listeners now. What what can we do as a society to better prepare for this uh, inevitable, what I see as an inevitable um, disclosure of these beings, this technology? What can we do to better prepare as a society for this? Buy as much toilet paper as possible. Take buy up the toilet paper. The important goal is not how much you get. You just need to get enough so that nobody else can get any. That's that's the important thing to do with the toilet paper. Bro. That and uh, it really need to bulk up on hand sanitizer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, because if, when you see this information, you're gonna have to sanitize your eyeballs. So you just rub it in there real good <laughs> yeah. until you the can't see anything. Aliens don't like the sanitization. I bought isopropyl alcohol today, and I had like multiple bottles to choose from and I felt so privileged just to be able to buy isopropyl alcohol. I had a moment in the store. I did. <laughs> but I think um I think they already are, you know, psychologically prepping us for this bomb that they're about to drop this information bomb that you know, they already are saying it and I think just all of society like it's something still fun for us to talk about, but we all don't like, like how I said, I compartmentalize things in my brain. Yeah. I love to acknowledge the existence of UFOs yet to be able to process that mentally, that vulnerability, that there's something other than human. That's a threat to your livelihood that you, that is out of your control completely. That might break people. I like and to trust our government to protect us from the super technological race. Well, there is like, no protecting. Yeah. I mean, so not by our government at least. I think like that's one of the incentives that the government has to cover this up because if they even do release this information, they don't have that 
safety guarantee, you know, like how they like to say the government is our parents, like, oh no, scary COVID, we need the government to protect us from it. There's no protecting us from a race that is, you know, highly advanced from us. There's just no way. So I don't think what there's is there's any our... reason to be scared. I think too many people are scared of dying, you know, when you really let go of that nobody knows why we're here. It's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. I mean I think we need to change our concepts of what reality is. You know, you're born here, but what is here? What What are you looking at? You have eyeballs you look out of. I mean, we don't know what re- reality really is. So to be able to let go of what you were brought up believing, first of all, what you were brought up believing as far as science goes really is nothing. It's a caveman perspective. So aliens existing is more probable than not. In fact, I, at this point, my mind frame is that uh, for aliens not to exist would blow me away far more than for them to exist. But I, that is just me. I'm just so skeptical because after a year of watching the media feed us fear porn over mm-hmm. this pandemic, right. what would they do about something that is an act like not saying that COVID isn't a threat, but something that is far more threatening relatively, you know, or super benevolent. Like, well, I think they've just they've done a good job of desensitizing people to it over the years. So, you know, shows like Ancient Alien or, you know, this mystery surrounding it. But really, haha, it's just, you know, weather balloons, people like, you know, they have fun with it. And it's kind of, you know, the biggest thing. Oh, dress up as an alien for Halloween and go have a good time and joke, joke. But yeah, it, and, and you know, it's a pseudo like... You know, people write books on it and they're serious, but oh, but that's not pseudo fringe science, guys. We we can have fun, but you know, it's not real. So I think most people wouldn't believe it. So I think if aliens descended now, most people would not believe. Yeah, it they'd was be in real. denial. Um, that's a good point. Now the and government. When, sorry, go on. Oh no, go ahead, Mary. You go. Well, I was just referring to John saying it's benevolent. Well, the media's they're going to they're based on ratings. Just like how we saw with the CNN technical director, they put the death count for COVID on the screen all the time cuz fear sells. Yes. People don't want to watch CNN if it's about benevolent aliens. They're going to watch CNN about this is what you can do to protect your family from these scary advanced things. I I agree. And I think they're going to use it as a tool. So what I'm afraid of is absolutely nothing to do with aliens. I'm afraid of what our government and how they're going to manip the world government will manipulate this information to, to essentially um, usher in the one world order So we will, quote, need them to do everything for us because there's this imminent threat of hostile alien invasion. And really what's happening is you're not getting the truth. You're getting played. Um, We see that happening. We saw it happen with the pandemic. You know, a lot of we're being played in many ways. Again, the pandemic's real. I acknowledge that it's a real virus, but they're utilizing it to their benefit and, and one, one thing they're really doing is they're using fear tactics, like Mary said, to manipulate us into really, you know, doing what they want us to do. They want to control us. Um, so... It comes down to money and control. And then they sure. brag about it behind the scenes. 
at the end of the day, there's nothing that you can do about aliens, you know, if they exist. Um, there's nothing that you can do about how the government's going to handle the information. There's nothing that you can do about how the government is going to handle you. All you can do is be sure that you are conducting yourself in a manner appropriate to a moral human being. Not only that, I think there needs to be a remnant of people that understand what's happening. And I think we have that in our country. There is a remnant of people who know the truth. And they are not brainwashed. Um, they're not easily fed and they're not easily manipulated. And that remnant mm. is important. Um, they have a they have a purpose, whatever that is. We're not, you know, John John knows this. It sounded a little fatalistic there, honey. It sounded a little bit doomsday, but what? I think there is a remnant of people who are aware and they have a purpose. But I do think mm -hmm. There's always a group of people who are not easily brainwashed. Everybody wants that freedom and it always resonates. And there's always been this cycle in history where the, they take over, take over your rights, they oppress you, and people will always rebel. Some people. Yeah, the majority won't. The majority won't rebel. The yeah, majority but it only people, takes a small percentage. Right, it's a small group of people who aren't afraid. So freedom's really scary. Freedom is like terrifying because you are in you're in control in a sense of what you're doing and thinking. The majority of the people want to be controlled. Uh, we're, I think we're, uh, you bring up a great point. I think a lot of people subconsciously don't want to be responsible for their own destiny. It's no. too much pressure. Or anything, their own actions. Right. You bring up a really good point. I grew up watching X-Files with David Duchovny. It, it inspired me. I think it is one of the greatest shows of all time. I know we've all seen it. And I always, that sort of started me on my journey, believe it or not, was the X-Files. Uh, it's a terrific show. And this writer behind the show, I felt like there was this truth that he was trying to convey to us. You know, subliminally. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Hollywood was there. But who are the true X-Files? What is the X-Files now? Because I think that sort of has a purpose in our society. Is it podcasts like like ours? Is it is it podcasts and, and shows that get information, the right information out to people? Who only, serves that purpose? Only the podcasts that are recorded in basements. <laughs> well, <laughs> deserts don't have basements. Yeah. California. The ground's too hard. <laughs> California doesn't have basements because we're in a <laughs> we're in an alleged basement. <laughs> yeah, do you know the X Files is actually based on a real government program? It's it's real. And I there did not are know that. an X Files um, government. Yeah, it there is a group of people like David and what's her face there. Um, Scully. I just only know, yeah, Scully. Because <laughs> um, I uh, also Scully. grew up watching the files. Um, Jillian Anderson. Yes, thank you. Yes. There nice. are, there is a real program for X-Files. I don't know if you guys saw the show Fringe. Um, that was yes. a really good spinoff so of the X-Files. But those are, there is a real, <laughs> there are people who really investigate those types of things. 
And they're called the Men in Black. No, I mean I don't. I don't know. We'll have to look into I, that I'm for just, future yeah. stuff. But the Men yeah. in Black were allegedly aliens themselves. Yeah. By a lot of accounts. Can we just? Can I? Di- can I divert <laughs> you guys a little bit into something really weird? Have you ever heard of B E K's Black Eyed Kids? Have you ever heard of that demonic phenomenon? Oh yeah, guys. Wait, what did no, you call it though? They're B-E- called they're B E Ks for short. Black eyed kids or bl- oh or you yeah, could yeah, say yeah, black yeah, yeah, eyed yeah. children. Guys, they're not totally, peas. Yeah. We know they're not peas, right? No, 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 no. You don't These invite them into your house. Bonds. Do not invite them in your house. See, Mary, not something you Mary, listen to on the radio. Mary gets it. Mary knows. See, Mary is in the know. <laughs> Mary got into this. You guys both are two peas in a pod. Uh, not black-eyed peas either. Now, <laughs> black-eyed kid peas. Mary told me not to let black-eyed children into our house. Don't. I, I, that is the kind of stuff that would keep me awake at night if I thought about yeah. it. If I wasn't a Christian, I'd be like, dude, I'm done. I'm checking out. Because that is terrifying. The demonic children that try and take you. No yeah. joke. Terrifying. I went down a whole rabbit hole of like this whole subject too, like just listening to as many podcasts as I could possibly absorb while I played little video games during quarantine. <laughs> Listen, their spaceship needs to be really cool if I'm going to go with them. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. The I I got a little aggressive with the mic. I might have lifted the mic and started swinging it in the air. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. (laughs) The Alex Jones way. (laughs) I'm our little Alex Jones over here. Little protege. So before we get too far off topic or... Uh, or we end this whole podcast entirely. I wanted to talk about these mass sightings of UFOs that occurred over schools in Africa and in Australia, where hundreds of people witnessed UFOs landing like right outside of these elementary school campuses. And teachers were the witnesses elementary school students were the witnesses too and they even witnessed these aliens step out of their crafts 30 years later or however long it's been they've gone to like this reunion reluctantly to discuss their stories and they all check out after so many years and so many different people all the details align was the rough date of this so people can look it up I mean, About 20 years I ago. Know, I know that when S- Steven Spielberg was making his movie um, Encounters of the Third Kind. I think it was in 1994. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he used one of these stories as like inspiration for that movie. So it had to be before whenever that movie was made. But I think it was like pretty recent when that movie was yeah, even made. the teachers corroborated the story right yeah i mean everyone who was yeah. there yeah and a lot of students uh, just wanted to forget it because it's such a weird thing to experience it and, and it's baggage too like 
you you have a new girlfriend and you have to explain to them that you saw UFO land and aliens come out and that girlfriend's going to be like that's bullshit you're crazy you know like it's not a proud thing to brag about for a lot of people there are some zany people out there that are just looking for that and can't wait to share it with everyone they know but most people are not like that right so what do we think wrapping this episode up? What is the uh, where do we see this going? Do we got any bets? Any uh, predictions for w- when did you say that date was, John? Yeah, uh, June first is June first. Yeah, June first is when they're going to release um, everything they got. But do we have faith in that? No, because a lot of the a lot of the things will be redacted. You know, you'll get a lot of stuff with right. the the black you know marker through it. You know. Mm. Uh, canceling out places and names and and certain events um you'll get a an overview um but a lot of the stuff will be so vague that it'll be poo-pooed off uh because there won't be enough detail or corroboration uh to say so they you know the government would be able to you know check the box off that they release this stuff but without giving us any actionable intel uh to kind of put UFOs and alien encounters in in a perspective and context of everyday life. Is June 1st, is that the date that was stipulated by the COVID relief bill? Yes. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's call it five years from now. Are aliens confirmed or not confirmed? Not confirmed. Not confirmed. I hope not confirmed. Honestly, I don't think our society is ready for that. I think they're going to be confirmed. Five years, I'm calling it at the very least out of this world aerial phen- phenomenon i think we're going to have a uh, legitimate enough proof of it 5 years from now to know it's absolutely 100% real that's my bet mm. good night folks <laughs> <laughs> now this has been a good episode uh, i think a lot of people like these longer episodes they can just hear us sort of rant we we have people here from all different backgrounds i i really appreciate when we did this episode tonight i um it was important to me to have all four of us on because we are all uh, very interested in this subject. We are not adamantly against it in a blindsided way, but we all believe in it and come at it from very different backgrounds and belief systems, whatever it may be. So we I get want a, to believe. It's been a, it's been a well-rounded response, and uh, a lot of us here collectively have some spooky stuff to talk about. And I, I just think it's become, it's getting to that point where it's, it's not spooky anymore. It's just fun. We know it's there. 90% right. sure probably. And it's just sort of a fun thing to talk about. I don't know if there's anything else you guys wanted to touch on uh, tonight. No, I think we... It was uh, great. Hit just about yeah. everything in some aspect. It's great to just hash this stuff out, talk. You know, I love that we all have different takes on it different like you said some of us have faith some don't some have different religious beliefs some don't some believe you know more wholeheartedly in this and some aren't sure like it's pretty cool yeah i think it represents a good thing a good place of conversation uh in in a time where we've sort of been conversationless yeah as a society um we appreciate you guys listening thank you very much for sticking around it's been fun we are allegedly everyone is canceled. You are allegedly a listener, and we will allegedly see you next time. If you want to see us on uh, Instagram or Facebook, everyone is canceled. One L spelled the correct way. And uh, until then, you have a good night. Happy gaming. Ciao.
Peace out. Nice. <laughs> Who says peace out? Shadow's got a rocket ship floating above our heads. Apparently it crashed, but they don't know. They lost control. It's kind of fucked up. It's kind of scary. Gas prices, they've sold up. Apparently the largest pipeline got hacked by a European hacker group. Uh-huh. Bathrooms got canceled too. Bathrooms got canceled too. John and Mary and Meg think that I need to get some diapers. I don't know about that. It seems like it's really early for that. Give me two years. There are aliens above our heads, and I think that they're listening to our thoughts. Give me my tinfoil hat. Give me my tinfoil hat. Yeah.